Hello, welcome to the Roll Together podcast. Thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our streamed shows from Twitch. You can always find our schedule of upcoming shows at twitch.tv slash RollTogetherRPG slash schedule. Please do leave a review and we look forward to adventuring together. Denizens of the Multiverse once again to Talking is a Free Action. Yes, you're back for our weekly show where we kidnap members of the material plane. Oh, no, no. I've tried this before. We don't kidnap people. We borrow them. <laughs> you don't need to look so worried, dear. We borrow people from the material plane. We put them through a gauntlet of challenge rooms and questions to see what makes them tick and find out delicious, delicious knowledge about them. To what end? Well, like I said, knowledge. Is that not the end goal of everything? We obviously, as the question masters, that's who I am, by the way, I'm the illusionist representing the question masters. Obviously, it goes without saying that we know everything. However, because we know everything, we know there's always more to know. So that's why we kidnap people, so we can find out more about them and this material plane and all of its delicious secrets. And today, for your delectation, I have borrowed one Huxley. Say hello to everyone, Huxley. Hello, my name's Huxley. It's a pleasure to meet you. Yes, lovely. Thank you very much, Huxley. I don't know where I am. That's okay, dear. You don't need to just for now. Is that good? Are you done? I trust you. Great. Marvellous. So... Huxley here is going to go through the Temple of Truth and we'll find out a bit more about how he ticks and hopefully also I hear tell that Huxley is connected to a higher being known as Liz. So maybe we'll get to find out a bit more about Liz from the Real World as well. Now, before we begin your trials, dear Huxley, we must acknowledge our sponsors and supporters. Obviously, we wouldn't want to do this improperly. So, everyone, please send your eternal gratitude to all of these people around us Hero Forge, Ultra Pro, Phoenix Dice, Alchemy RPG, Idol Champions, Neverwinter, Elderwood Academy, and D&D &D Beyond. And also, please extend your warmest thank yous to the D20 Club. They are wonderful. You could be just as wonderful as they are if you look up a thing called Patreon and find us on there. Now, as ever, if you cannot join us in the Temple of Truth Live, you could always listen on your favourite podcasting app by searching for Roll Together RPG. And we're also available in various demi-planes of existence of social media uh, under the same name, Roll Together RPG. Uh, we've fairly recently, although it's not that recent now, we've been on it for a while. Our, our latest demi-plane that we exist in is the, uh, the TikTok which I believe the uh, the puppet is in charge of, so I'm sure it's going swimmingly. Anyway, enough of all that. Huxley, my dear, yes. my friend, welcome. 
The Temple of Truth has summoned you. Here you are, stood in front of it. Over the next 55 minutes or so, you shall traverse your way through the temple. Behind each door is a challenge for you to overcome using your wits or your guiles or your brawn or your charm. But remember, if any of this sounds like it might be too much, at any point you could shout, Talking is a free action, which is the name of the game, indeed. And I will just lift you out of the situation and maybe we'll get to know Liz a little bit better. <laughs> does that uh, does that sound amenable to you, my dear? So I'm going to wander around lost, mm -hmm. um, traversing through various places mm -hmm. and hoping to find something out. Yes. Sounds like the last time I went to a tavern, I got very lost. Oh, really? I drank far too much. A whole pint. And I, I, I didn't whole know pint. where I was. A whole pint. I'm very large, but uh, it it struck me straight away. And uh, yes, I, I was stuck in there for at least a day or two. Goodness. A, a particular part of the tavern you were stuck in? I believe it was the ladies' lavatory, and I did not oh, mean goodness. to be there. Right. Did that cause a bit of a stir? Uh, no, everyone was very, very kind about the entire situation. There was a little old lady who helped me out, bless her, sat me down by the fire and gave me a milk, mm -hmm. and then I passed out. I don't remember anything else after that point. Well, if the rest of your adventures are just as exhilarating as that one, I'm sure we're going to be in for quite the treat tonight, everyone. Okay, well, fortunately for everyone's uh, sanity, um, the powers that be that have allowed me to bring you here, Huxley, only last for about an hour, like I say. So at the end, I can whisk you back off to wherever it was I accidentally pulled you from. And, uh, and, and then you'll not remember a single thing has happened, much like your tavern visit, I'm sure. It's not my first rodeo, as they say. That's quite all right. Thank you very much. Mm. Mm. Well, did you have anything else you would like to say before you begin? Well, I've already introduced myself. Um, my name's Huxley. Yes. Uh, my okay. last name All is... Right. No. Oh, no, we didn't get your last name. Go on, that is my, pertinent information. My last name is Bricklesnout. Mm. Um, I work at a library, specifically mm. at the Blackstaff Tower in Waterdeep, mm. and I stack shelves. Marvellous. Good. I'm glad we got all of that ticked off the list. Fantastic. <laughs> Please step into the Temple of Truth now. Oh, this way. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, you'll, you'll step up. It's a, a large uh, silver pyramidic, squared pyramidic shape with, uh, again, large silver doors, metal, solid, intricate, swirling designs covering the front of them. And uh, as you reach for the front door, could you please roll me a D100? Mm, of course I can. One second. Bear with, Caller. Mm. Wait, I don't I like know if that's... Mom, that's Radio 1, isn't it? <laughs> is, that, is, is that copyright? Maybe I shouldn't sing all of that. Oh, no. 25. Ruined everything. 25. <laughs> Yes. I was about to go into half of Girl from Ipanema. <gasps> right. You open the door. It creaks and you step inside. It is a dark room. 
the door closes behind you without you touching it. And as it does so, slams shut, echoes, reverberates with a... Lights appear. And you're in a sort of a moderately sized empty room. There's uh, there's nothing else in here. It's sort of um, just bare stone walls, relatively nondescript. Can't actually tell where it's lit from. It's not particularly ch- um, uh, ca- um, bleh, words torch sconces. Mm-hmm. I said church sconces. Then. We'll go for church sconces. <laughs> I don't know what, what they're what doing there is, here. There's an absolute difference between the two that we yeah. both know very well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But uh, that they're not there either. Uh, <laughs> funnily enough, it's just light. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, but ahead of you, in the centre of the room, there is a figure. There's a tall, furry figure, uh, pink and blue fur, wizardy robes. He turns around and says, well, well, well. And you gasp because <gasps> it is Huxley, but wearing, wearing an evil beard as opposed to your beard, which is a good beard. Uh, my friend, you appear to have dipped your beard in in oil. What what is the centre parting about? Uh, why on earth would you stylish. do that to yourself? No, this is the way. It is how you know that I am you, but evil. Oh, evil! I see. <laughs> you know, I I always wondered if I had it in me, and apparently well, I don't because you have it in you. Very much so. Yes, it's it, it is I who contains all of your evil, and and now we must fight. Oh, must before we do, would you mind answering me this? Why do you not have any church sconces in this room? It is not my room. Oh, whose room is it? Well, it, it, it is the illusionist's room. Oh, I see. The lovely lady from before. Yes, of course. Very yes. well. Well, should we? Should we start? Do, do you start first, or do I go? Oh well, uh, I I don't know. Would you Would you right. like to? Well, I mean, we, we could sit down and discuss fighting before we sort of. That sounds like a good idea, actually. Better best to have a good yeah. battle plan. Strategy. Do you have any tea? Oh no, we should really, oughtn't we? Yes, uh, it um, can it... be evil tea. I'll take it. Yes, it probably better be just to be on the safe side. Um. Uh, couple of armchairs a table and a pot of tea and two teacups will appear what uh, if huxley was summoning a tea set what would it look like um the the, the actual teapot itself would be very ornate but mm. the handle for it would be big enough for his big hands mm. um you would see him instinctively kind of push the fur of his hands back because often that would dip in the tea mm. um the the mugs themselves the little teacups are weirdly shaped around the rim um, to account for his tusks because they yes. do get in the way when he tries to drink anything. Mm. Um, so they're often just a little bit more wide around the rim. In terms of colour, um, kind of a pale beige, but with streaks of like text written in, like uh, as if from a magic tome somewhere. And when uh, when drunk from, if that happens... Uh, the text will light up like magic pencil. I don't know if anyone's seen the program, but when Amazing. the letters yeah, yeah. Uh, turn All up, they the often light up. Down, yes, down and flick. flick. Yeah, <laughs> um, basically that happens, and it's it's essentially the Elven word for tea. 
but right. it's a really long word in Elvish, obviously. I was uh, so it's written. Yeah. Very much so. Um, I I accept all of that. I will make one tweak. Is that the uh, the teapot and cups also have evil beards? Now I I'm going to summon Stampy. <laughs> well, you 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 may well do that. I I I was going to do the same thing. Well, I'm going to summon him first. Well, I'm going to summon him evil. Stampy. 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 <laughs> evil Stampy will appear at the same time as regular Stampy. Um, so Stampy's basically Clippy, but a book stamp. So yeah. has a little googly eyes, appears um, probably in the teacup, in the tea. Mm-hmm. I thought Stampy mm-hmm. was bigger than that. I mean, Stampy is not really there. Stampy can kind of go through things. I'm sorry, Liz. What? <laughs> what? Stampy's <laughs> lil. Okay, that's the way you said Stampy's not really there. Implied like, Nat, this is a game. Stampy no. doesn't exist. <laughs> what? Don't break my heart. Come on, Nat. Nat, this is a game in no. our imaginations. Liz, no. <laughs> We're not in the talking as a free action. Shall I get yet. my bag of googly eyes? One second. Yes, please. Okay, please do. The googly eyes—they're they're yes. real. They're in real life. These are real. Yeah. And a game. Can Can you? Are they sticky? No, sadly. Oh. Um, you try and I put one on your face clue. anyway. The request has come in. <laughs> should we try and stick it on? Yes, please. Do I, do I lick it before I stick it? It depends on how sticky your face is, I guess. It depends on time of day. Ooh, it's stuck on. <laughs> there you go. We just try and keep that there as long as we can. I can't yes, use my please. eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, what's, oh, no, what's the game? What happens when it falls off? Um, I believe it's normally shots, but <laughs> I don't have that. I mean, it's a Friday night. <laughs> I've removed wow. It. Oh, okay. Hi, Nat. Welcome. Hi. Oh, thanks, Liz. All right. <laughs> I don't. We no, no. This is breaking the rules. No, we're back in the scene. Back I've summoned Stampy before my evil clone. Okay. Could yes. please, please roll me uh, <laughs> some kind of initiative check to uh, to summon Stampy first. Okay, okay. Um, Maybe now, I should get a dice out as well. Uh, I will tell you this will benefit evil Huxley as well. Uh, oh. Huxley does have initiative uh, advantage on initiative checks, so mm. we could both roll with advantage if you wish. All right, what's your dex bonus? Uh, plus four on the dex check. That's a, a classic DM roll there. What did you roll? Possibly higher than whatever a dm role is i rolled uh, uh the lowest of the two was a 14 nice. and the highest of the two was a 20 which i believe oh. in this uh, imaginary world is quite a good thing that is uh, so 24 thing. in total well, i rolled a one and a two for a total oh. of six <laughs> so yes Gosh. good stampy well i say good stampy that's making value judgments on uh on real huxley i suppose but uh real huxley stampy mm. appears first Hello, Stampy. How do you feel about the tea? Stampy can't talk, Stampy. May emote. It's uh, Stampy just sort of stamps yeah. about a bit. Me too. What does evil Stampy look like? I mean, it's Stampy, but with an evil beard. Oh, yes. So if Stampy, evil Stampy, were to stamp anything, would it be that annoying thing where you, you try and get the ink, and then no matter how hard you try, it does so not adhere to the, the rubber? 
Yeah. There's yeah. always a bit missing and it's the yeah. crucial bit of it. Like if does Stampy stamp a word? Um does it change? yes. Stampy did stamp a word. Overdue. That's what mm. Stampy stamped. So it says um Ovu. Oh, I see. Well, uh, Evil Huxley, I see you've adorned your stampy with an equivalent beard to your own, which appears to be getting in the way of the overdue uh, stamp on stampy. Well, that's that's the evil trick, you see. People can't read the word and they don't know their books are overdue and then their fine gets bigger and bigger. (laughs) <laughs> but to what end, Evil Huxley? What, to what point? For evil! <laughs> so, do you wish... What's the plan, Evil Huxley? I, well, we we're going to tea. sit down. Yes, we're going to have our yes. tea and we're going to sit down and decide how we're going to fight. Right. We must fight. That is the rules, I, I believe. And Evil Huxley will sort of look over his shoulder to one of the walls mm. and you'll just get this faint shimmer of the the wall it's sort of partially see-through and you'll just get the illusionist you'll see behind will just give him a little nod and then the wall will be solid again might i wave at the illusionist as she appears she looks a little cross hello um right so you would like us to fight now we are both arcane and I assume you probably have the same spells uh, that I have. Yes, um, but evil. Mm, so do you think uh, we should try and coordinate who does what? Because if we both cast the same thing at each other, well, it will just be jolly silly, won't it? No, no, you're right. I'd like to go first. Well, go on. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. You're clearly very <laughs> new at this. It's absolutely fine. If you were fighting yeah. uh, a, a wizard equivalent to your oh level, God. what would yeah. you open with? Um, well, Huxley has upon his head a helmet that allows him to fly, so I'm assuming evil Huxley also has this. So we'd be flying anyway. Um, scatter's always very fun, so it puts the opponent in a completely different area to where they would expect to be. Mm-hmm. Um you can't put them in the air or anything. You can simply just move them. Um, there is Bigby's hand as well, but Huxley's not notoriously very hitty. He likes mm. to just shuffle things around a little bit, like organize the books. Um, so yeah, I've got, it. I've got it. I've got it. This is how we'll fight. We Slow will... as well is a very good one. We will create a mess uh, of of books. Yes. They'll all be messy. And yes. then we've got to use our, our magic to be the first one to put them in order. Okay, that's fine. Liz looks as there's no mage hand anyway. No, that's totally fine. We'll do With that. With Big V's hand. Oh, Giant hand with tiny books. Punching the books. <laughs> yes, we'll do that. All right. Um, I'll tell you what. Uh, would, would Huxley try to cheat in any way? Or try and use Huxley slow. would try and cheat out of inquisitiveness. So he would want to know how how close this other Huxley is to how he is. So he would try to cheat and wonder if the other Huxley 
thinks what he is thinking at the same time. It's more of an experiment, not so much I want to win. It's more of a, if I put my hand over here when I shouldn't, would mm. evil Huxley pay attention? Would evil Huxley mind? So yes, nice. I suppose yeah. Huxley would try and cheat, but not from a malicious standpoint. I think because it's not from a malicious standpoint, it takes evil Huxley by surprise a little bit okay. because he's not expecting Huxley to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's expecting Huxley to be a good Huxley. Yeah. Um, so uh, if there was anything that you were trying to do uh, that would manipulate evil Huxley because of that, then I'd allow you could get away with that. Um, like maybe maybe it's just as simple as he's taken ages to get the, the, the hand to claw a big chunk of books and he's stacked them and you just knock them over because you're trying to see if he would do the same. I think maybe I'd just do it by accident and he would assume that I'm cheating then in that <laughs> case. I'd just sort of bend over and his stack of books fall over. Very good. I think to resolve this, yeah. I would like to make um, a contested, let's see, uh, either like arcana or history or something. Basically, so you know your Dewey Decimal System or whatever the Forgotten Realms equivalent is, Hoots. right? Yeah. Uh so it's in this moment under pressure mm-hmm. how quickly can you look at a book and be like ah that belongs in this section got you and then also combine it with uh, some kind of um sleight of hand or dexterity or you could argue for magical control okay um we could have a fun roll off with arcana because that's advantage plus 10. wow so nice. we could do that and then uh sleight of hand is plus four great let's do it all right Arcana. Arcana. Here we go. Plus 10. Ooh. 29. <gasps> 25. <gasps> so. Evil uh, Huxley, Huxley. Oh no. Evil, evil Huxley is. I think because you're distracting, trying to distract him slightly, he's going slightly faster than you and is just more focused on it. All right. Go go with your sleight of hand. Okay. And this is without mm-hmm. advantage, right? Yeah, plus so four. It's just a, just a plus four. A sleight of hand. Ten. Eight. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, good Huxley. You, you know, you, you clearly are more practiced at this than me. Have you been? Have you been delving in libraries that I've not seen? No, I've been delving in the very libraries you have seen. And the funny thing is, Huxley, yes, I Huxley. defeated you without cheating without resorting to distractions and how does that feel it feels good good actually oh, I'm but glad you to hear. you however resorted to petty distractions and cheating i would argue that maybe you're the evil huxley all along Another revelation. (laughs) Yes, perhaps I am. Should we swap? It's already happened. As Evil Evil Huxley says that, um, there's a big puff of smoke and uh, you suddenly find this this evil beard with the the twin forks has suddenly on your face uh, and there's a mirror in front of you uh, 
as you look at the mirror, you realize actually that what it is is another one of these silver doors, but it's very highly polished. Uh, and you see your reflection, and you have the evil beard now. I think that's enough from you. Um, I'll take it from here, um, and I will be the evil one. Dearest Huxley, do uh, go and be good in the world. So, you know, I, I, I think I might. I think you should. Do take a cup of tea with you, though. I, I will. Oh, no, I can't, because it is evil tea. So I'll oh, go and make my own good tea. That yes. belongs to you now. Thank you. Uh, should we swap stampies as well? That only seems right. Oh, probably for the best. Yes, right. yes, yes. Okay. Off you go, Stampy. Good. Stampies will swap. Yep. Um, no longer evil Huxley will fade into the wall and you're left with just a silver door and the sense that the illusionist is furiously taking notes behind a screen. Oh, poor illusionist. <laughs> um, may I just press my tufty ear to the door just to see if I can hear anything in the beyond. Mm, well, could you roll me a d100? Of course I may. Yes. Um, I always lose the 100. Is it beneath my googly eyes? No. <laughs> um, where is it? Who knows? Oh, there it is. I found it. That feels like a children's song. 58. Is it beneath the googly eyes? Where is my D100? <laughs> Oh yes, that favourite childhood hymn we all used the to classic. sing. The <laughs> classic. Sit down in assembly. What are you gonna sing? Is it beneath my googly eyes? Yep. Uh, Fifty-eight. Lovely. Okay, I'm just gonna tweak the number. I'm gonna cheat. <gasps> uh, just Get just because that the, the the room that you rolled feels very similar to okay. to what we just I, did. I so. will follow the illusionist lead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lovely. Okay, so you. Uh, you listen through the door and uh, it's actually, you can't really hear a whole lot. Sounds quite, the, wait, what is that? Is that little like, it sounds like a clinking noise, maybe like cutlery. Right. Stampy, e evil Stampy, what I'm going to do is open the door and then, my love, if you'd mind just hopping on in, and I'll do the thing where I look through your eyes instead of my eyes. Hopefully, we'll find out what it is. Great. So I'm going to push the door open and go on, Stampy. Off, off, mm -hmm. off you go. Lovely, Stampy will fly in. Does Stampy have dark vision? Uh, yes. Marvellous. Um, the room is entirely dark. You'll see a long table in front of you with um with place settings and in the center there looks like um it, it's it's not like a, a banquet yet but it looks like it's set ready for a banquet to be laid um what is could do, does stampy have a stat block no stampy is simply a, a so stampy is not real no nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> what <laughs> Uh, yeah, Stampy doesn't have a stat block. Um, Stampy can't be hurt by anything. Uh, is Things will literally go through him if anything hits him. Interesting. Um, okay. I think you might have found the loophole then. I think we oh. might be okay. Does Huxley have blind uh, have dark vision? No, but Stampy emits a light. Uh, Stampy's right. a, an emitter of light. 
Well, I'll allow this because you let Stampy through first and you're not looking in the door yet, mm -hmm. right? You're behind mm -hmm. the door. Yep. Um, Stampy will go in and you see at the far end of the table, there is, uh, there is a woman sat uh, looking um, dressed very nicely for, for a, a lovely evening out. And she has green scaly skin and snakes for her. Oh, she sounds charming. Right. Um, I'll just ask Stampy to stay where he is. Um, I'm going to just make sure that I look presentable, given my fight that I had with the books. Mm. Uh, so I'm just going to look in the mirror and just sort my hair out and maybe just ruffle up the beard a little bit so it's not quite as... Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Have I heard of anything to do with uh, someone with snake hair before? Do you want to you make me a history, a history check or an arcana check? I, I'll go history. Roll for law. Yeah. Huxley does enjoy his law, bless him. Uh, 19? 19, yeah. Uh, definitely in uh, some of the, the history books and also the fairy tale books as well. You've like heard this. tell of uh, from from this place called ancient Greece, maybe, oh. uh, but but also they've they've appeared in Faerun as well, I believe. Um, you've heard about Medusas before. Oh yes, yes. These uh, these women very who are... misunderstood women, very exactly. misunderstood, yeah. very much so, but um, a little bit of a risk still to look at. I think we'll be all right. I'm going to go in, uh, still using Stampy's eyes. I'm going to be just holding on to the uh, wall as I go. Um, and I'll push Stampy forwards and try and get her attention with Stampy. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm not looking through my eyes, I'm looking through Stampy's eyes. And I will say, Hello, my name's Huxley Bricklesnout. I was in a room with myself before, and then I went away, but I stayed, and I thought I'd come and say hello to you, because you're sat in the dark, I'm not sure if you're aware, and um, I, you look like you could do with some company. Well, yes, I am sat in the dark, very observant of you. It, uh, it just so happens that people don't tend to like looking at me, so... Thought maybe this might be the best way to start a friendship, and then we'll see. You know, I—he's gonna like sit down as close as he can to her, just like just try to kind of like sidle up to her, <laughs> still not looking through his eyes. I've read about many uh, ladies such as yourself, a couple of gentlemen as well, might I add, and. They really did struggle with finding friends, but you seem very charming. You don't know me yet. No, Not I don't. Have looked at me? Not yet, no, but... I always think it's a little bit rude to look at someone such as yourself without their permission first. You're making a lot of assumptions. Anyway, let's see how this goes, shall we? What are you ordering for us for dinner? Ooh. Well, I've just had some tea, um, but if you're hungry, I hear that quipper and chips is quite a good way to start. Uh, something a, a little fishy, but something a little starchy always, you know, sets the uh, tone for the evening. 
following from that, I have a friend called Blaze. Now they make the most fabulous uh, cinnamon buns. Uh, I don't suppose you've ever tried a cinnamon bun? I have not. No, I prefer meat. Oh, well, you could always pop some ham on top of the cinnamon bun if that if that's something that, oh no don't make me laugh if that's something that you would uh like to uh try um if you would prefer something more uh exquisite uh, someone uh, like yourself probably would like something more exquisite you could always get a steak on top of your cinnamon bun um which make and cinnamon you say i believe it's quite the uh delicacy hmm I'd be willing to try it. But don't let me put cinnamon buns in your mouth. Uh, oh, why not, Huxley? <laughs> this is the most surreal day, because I think it might be an idea for you to... You could order something for yourself. Why don't I order something for you, and you can order something for me? Hmm. And it could be a surprise. That's an intriguing prospect. Do you promise that you won't try to make me look into a mirror? Why on earth would I do that, my, my love? Are you trying to... Is no, no, trying to hold, is he genuine? legit genuine with that. Oh, I don't know. Lots of previous states. Take one look at my snakes. And they try to either run away or... They try to defeat me as if I am some creature to be battled. Might I ask you a question? Please go ahead. I do not wish to be rude with this, and please stop me if you think I am being rude. When you consume something, hmm. is it just yourself who consumes things, or do your snakes also consume things? <laughs> That's such a good question. Right? <laughs> Come on, I keep it together. I'm sorry. <laughs> it depends on whether they're also hungry and what's on the menu. They are well, as fond of bugbears. Oh, neither am I. Uh, that's you know one no, of the reasons. They are. They are. That's one of the reasons why I was glad to come to the material plane. There were so many bugbears from where I came from. Uh, they like to eat cinnamon buns a lot. Uh, they weren't too fond of steak, though. Mm. So is that why you combine the two? Yes, it is. To put uh, off the it... other bugbears. Correct, yes. Um, well, where do we order from? Do I just say it into the abyss and does it just appear, or...? The waiters will bring the food. Do they, if you don't mind me asking, do the waiters look at you? Well, it is the dark, so what does it matter? Oh, exactly, exactly. Well, you will um, just feel, as you're sort of chatting, you did sit right next to her. Yes, I did. You will feel a small weight on your shoulder and a little in your Hello. ear. My name's Huxley. <laughs> I will... What do you try and order? Oh, yes, I would like to order uh, the cinnamon buns, of course, with the steak on top. Mm -hmm. um, Huxley himself is a, f a fond uh, 
consumer of quipper and chips fish and chips mm -hmm. um so uh those two things for both of us mm -hmm. lovely um as it uh, you'll you'll whisper that into the ether and the the plates will manifest in front of you on the table and uh she looks obviously you're sort of still looking at her through stampy's mm -hmm. eyes which is your little fail safe she looks a little disappointed i thought you said you were going to surprise me this is what you talked about before oh i see I, my memory isn't what it used to be i tell you what can you cover your ears no there's a lot of them oh would you try and have some very strong thoughts so you can't hear me order it because that would give it away as well. I'll tell you what, I will ask my hair to make a little song and you'll just hear all of the snakes go tss. Amazing. Uh, I will, she said she liked meat. Uh, so Huxley will immediately order um, like a full on carvery mm. with all of the trimmings. So like, uh, cooked meat on a spit, but also uncooked meat on a spit because he wasn't sure whether she wanted rare Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. raw or cooked um but like all the roast potatoes gravy uh vegetables as well uh that will also appear lovely mm -hmm. uh, i'm just gonna speed things along for time i think uh she is is uh appreciative of the meat she will uh she will eat um a selection of both raw and cooked because uh what what a constitution what a stomach <laughs> what a hero and uh, towards the end of the meal will lean towards you trying to get, if you manage to actually, you've been trying to keep your eyes closed the entire meal, right? Mm -hmm. Do you want to roll me some kind of constitution check or strength check to, sure. to do that? I will go cons that would be a four Okay, great. I think what happens is halfway through the meal, she uh, she's been she's been tucking in, and she just goes, oh, "Would you be a dear, Huxley, and pass me the salt?" Yes, of course. <laughs> okay. And in that moment, like a fraction, uh, sort of, as you're being so affable and polite. Uh, as you turn to her, I think your eyes open slightly, and because yep. Stampy has provided light. You suddenly, everything is stone. Okay. Fortunately, the illusionist will kind of <laughs> suddenly uh, bustle in and go ah, again. Okay. I mean, well done, Dusa. Fantastic work. Uh, talking is a free action. And suddenly, oh. you find yourself, Liz. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello and welcome. How, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I, I feel like I've just been transported. Uh, yeah. From the mind of someone else, I, I don't, I don't really know how, um, but it's, here I am. Yeah, we, you know, we have many skills and abilities here that roll together, and uh, the power of transportation through story is uh, is one of the main ones. So it is. I love I'm it. Ho hoping that it was a smooth ride. Uh, it it was. Um, while in transit, I had a great time. Lovely. Um, it was seamless. Great. That's that's what I like to hear. A seamless transition, a seamless segue into this is the, the chat section. Hello, hello, uh, hello. I don't know why hello. that came out so robotic. <laughs> hello, hello. Uh, this is where I get to roll, uh, not a dice, a random number generator because oh. uh, we don't have a hundred questions. 
<laughs> yes. One day. One day I will. If you're uh, in Twitch chat and you would like to write a question for us, please Genuinely, do. Genuinely, please do. And yeah. uh, some, it is my intention at some point. I know we have had some wonderful suggestions before and I've been I've been quite busy, unfortunately. So I'm not time to properly collate stuff. But if you don't have questions, throw them, throw yeah. them in the Discord because I might not see the Twitch chat. Ooh, we do have a Discord, don't we? We do have a Discord. <laughs> okay. I'll see. Yeah, see, that question I feel like um, is similar to what we've just done. So I might be sneaky and grab two questions so uh one what uh actually this is a double-sided question what are your slash your character's favorite snacks so what's liz's okay. and what's huxley's okay liz um that's me hello <laughs> hello i enjoy um i really enjoy savory things so for me it's it's always crisp always however recently i've given up drinking for a little bit and through not drinking, I really want sugar all the time. Ah. So when you say favorite snacks, that's just me being pecky all the time. So I'm I'm sugary, like you know those those little um, gummy bottles that are pink and blue and yes, really fizzy, yes, yes, like yes, bubble gum bottles. Oh my god, I could I actually have eaten a lot of those in my lifetime, and I would gladly continue to do so. Do you find they sate you as a snack though? Because I, I find sweets mm. like that that are pure sugar. Yeah. I always feel more empty after. I, I enjoy them now and again, but I mm. need, if I'm going for something sweet, I need like a chocolate bar or biscuits or cake or ice cream or something like that that's got more weight to it. You know, I do enjoy a waffle and ice cream. Oh, yes, yeah, I do enjoy that. Um, yeah, the thing I like about things that are just pure sugar, I feel like I'm not eating a lot. Yeah, fine. Which means that I can eat a lot, which is Liz logic, and I know that's not correct. Uh, but yeah, they have no calories in, like, at all. Of course, yeah, definitely, mm. definitely don't, know. No. What would be your go-to snack if you are playing D&D in person or any other TTRPG? Sat around a table, everyone's brought snacks, what have you brought? Um, mm. Weirdly pizza. I know it's not really a snack. That's more of a meal? <laughs> but it's, it's an easy... Thing and you can let it go cold if you need to sure, like you don't have sure. to have it hot um snacks i don't know i when i'm playing dnd i don't really tend to snack a lot because i tend to dm more than anything and you uh. can't really eat and dm at the same time but even as a player i talk a lot and everyone will know that i as characters talk a lot um so i don't really get a chance to eat fair enough <laughs> i would like to circle back to the as a dm yes. you don't have time to snack and mm -hmm. uh i don't know if you've seen the um the rant that Brennan Lee Mulligan did no, about almonds um, and kneading his almonds whilst it's it's a beautiful thing. It's on YouTube. Uh, it's been clipped many times. I used uh, to go find that. Yeah, he's very passionate about his almond snacks. There was one of the episodes of Critical Role that he DM'd. He yes. just absolutely just inhaled an entire can of coke because it was getting into like the fifth hour and yeah. they'd started combat and he was like, um, and it was incredible to watch. The thing I love about Brennan is like you can tell when there's some magic gonna happen because this massive smile appears on his face. Mm -hmm. Like if he's uh, if he's gonna say something as an NPC and it's gonna be gold, yeah. the smile always starts. And you're like, oh, what's gonna follow? <laughs> I I love him as a DM. He's amazing. Yeah, I I I'm sad that a lot of his work is hidden behind a a, a paywall. Um, which yeah. you know, pay people for their work. Absolutely mm -hmm. agree with. I don't have enough time in my life to um, invest. But that's why it's so cool because um, a lot of the industry talked to each other. So he did all the stuff for Crit Roll, which was yeah, obviously, yeah, so I did you have those. to get Prime for that. But, you know, um, you can catch those on YouTube. Absolutely. Um, but yeah. 
very, very cool. Yeah. Well, that was a little segue into um, a, a fabulous DM. Uh, you are also a fabulous DM. But what is Huxley's favourite snack? Snacks for Huxley. Um, I would say some kind of like old lady kind of biscuit. So he, <laughs> no, I say old lady biscuit. Um, I'm thinking of my grandma. Uh, oh. She enjoyed a blue ribbon, but I think he nice. would probably go for a digestive. Uh, quite a plain oh, snack. Plain digestive. Um, and I know it gets a little bit dry, so he would have to lubricate himself somewhat. But I think a plain digestive, he'd be quite kind of simple with his snacks. He's not very. Um, God bless him. In need of things. Yeah. Good, good for the digestion, I suppose, to keep very it free so. of chocolate. <laughs> Gotta keep loose. Gotta keep loose. <laughs> Fair enough. How has it been? Um, Return. I mean, I'm gonna go off the questions now. Yes. Ah, rogue, you can't yeah. stop me. Um, we scoff at questions on this game. <laughs> um, Huxley's book club. How cute yeah. is it? It's so cute. Oh, and like I was so taken aback when Mike, who DM'd it, he was like, you know, I he, like he genuinely said, I love Huxley so much, so I wanted to make this. And like as a player, having a DM tell that to you, that yeah. honestly. That blew me away, and that was so, so lovely. And the thing I love about Mike and what he's done with it, um, it's so clever, because we're all level 14, it's ridiculous, but it's not so much about that. That doesn't matter, because it's about us as characters and how the characters talk to each other. Yeah. And there's a sense of being in a little community together. Um, we're all kind of outcasts in a way, and we all really get on with each other as a group so playing in that environment is a blessing it's it's yeah. gorgeous to play in um but my a fun bit about the game uh, i don't know if you've seen episode one yet but uh we arrived no spoilers but we arrived in uh, a place and it happens to be centered around books as you'd expect with huxley's books club mm -hmm. and some of us had to make a constitution save, I believe. Huxley happened to fail. But what that meant was that you had to say in a narrative way what your character's thoughts were. It was my favourite part of the first episode. It was so good. I would good. play every game like that. Oh, my God. And I, I was like, Mike, that's genius. Yeah. I've never seen that done before. That was so good and so much fun to do. And you had to think about what you're going to say in the moment. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, if you're ever playing in a game... And uh, if you're DMing a game and you want to uh, make something really fun for your players, watch episode one of Huxley's Book Club and mm -hmm. see what happens with that because so much unexpected stuff came out as a result. Yeah. Um, having he... to say your players' thoughts is ridiculous. Yeah. And, but also so um, reveal it. You've got the... We, we've talked about before the the issues with a four-parter campaign mm. it's that yeah it's it's great for sort of telling shorter stories and keeping things quite punchy and uh, but it can also sometimes feel like there are so many characters with wonderful backstories everyone's so invested in their characters and you'd never mm. quite have time to pick apart um and if a character is not forthcoming about that backstory mm. it might not get brought out at all mm -hmm. If you've got a conceit where everyone is cursed to, to speak everything aloud, yep. no matter what the thoughts are, it's an instant gotcha to, to pick up hooks later. Now, in this case, it was very cozy and, and humorous, but yep. also how great would that work in an edgelord campaign as totally, well? Totally, totally. And 
like you say, those games, you don't have a lot of time. And it was a really great mechanism of making uh, thoughts come to light. And yeah, it was genius. Yeah. So good. I I loved it. Um, so we've just watched episode two, uh, where you've been going on adventures. Is there um, a, a favourite moment coming up that you can give us a non-spoilery teaser for? I think it's mainly watching all the characters mesh together. Mm. because it's when playing it it's so obvious to me like wow we're really knitting together as a group and I think it's really obvious when you watch it how we started we we started as friends but we really start to get each other's back um I'm not gonna lie there may be some tension <laughs> the prattler may throw some curveballs at us oh, no. but as a group we sit together and we help each other through it um so yeah I, I would say just Watch it for the characters because that is really what Mike is displaying in this mm. campaign. Um, so yeah, I would and say it's, that. It's really lovely to see. I mean, that's one of the things I like about Roll Together is that we have this breadth of sometimes we do uh, dark and gritty and horror mm. and sometimes we do big, sweeping and epic. Um, and then sometimes we do, uh, like a lot of the time, even in both of those, we have so many people that are committed to character. Yes. and to bringing joy even in the the darkest of backstories or the, the grittiest of characters, finding those little moments of, of playfulness and picking up on each other's playfulness and, and yes-handing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, it's nice. I think if we... I, I don't know. I, I would enjoy it, but I think that there might be some people who, if every single campaign we did was um, everyone running around being fluffy all the time, Mm. that uh, th- there'd be some people that weren't into that but I think um, we I think we have a plenty of it going on and it's it's nice to have a campaign yeah. that is no you're not going out on a big adventure you're having a freaking book club yes you know yes. Um, I guess another thing to watch out for is so first episode is quite warm and fluffy and second episode is quite warm and fluffy but you can feel the dial turning in terms of peril mm-hmm and when the perilous moments come, they almost feel more important because they contrast with the, the fluffy. The fluffy. Yeah. And it's it's really interesting. So yes, watch it, watch it, watch yes. it. Yes, yes, yes. All right, we've not got long left. So okay. I'm going to talk really quickly. I was going to ask you anything. I was going to put you back in the world. Okay. <laughs> ready? Yes. And, you're, Huxley Hello. is back in the, uh, the, the room with the long banqueting table. And uh, as as he comes back into his own senses, it's the Medusa instead that is turned to stone. And a doorway to the side of the table is standing ajar, ready for you to leave. Huxley will feel quite guilty about that. And I like to think she has an outstretched hand. He's going to put a cinnamon bun in it and continue through the door. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Please roll me another D100. Fifty-one. A fifty-one. Let's see. All right. Okay. Uh, as you uh, approach this door, you can see there's a blue glowing light coming from inside. Do you hide behind the door and let Stampy go first this time, or did you just head on in? Uh, no, Stampy. I think you've had enough fun for today. It's going to be me going through the door. <laughs> Very well. Uh, you head in, and where the the floor 
now is sort of uh, tiled rather than stone. And it's a long corridor with, now there are actually sconces in the oh. walls, oh, flaming wow. sconces. Let it be known. <laughs> <laughs> I know you were worried that this, uh, this hour would not contain enough church sconce content, but here it is. <laughs> Church sconce content is also a lovely tongue okay. twister to say multiple times fast. <laughs> church sconce. Oh no, church sconce content. Church sconce content. Oh, church God. sconce content. I'm not even going to attempt that. There's going to be too much spit. <laughs> I have a list too, so it's never going to happen. It's, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult. Yes. Um, okay. The the sconces in the walls that have blue flames. Ooh. And ahead of you, you notice the floor is tiled with jumbled letters. One tile stampy i think this is a quiz uh do any of the letters uh carol are there any vowels on the floor <laughs> <laughs> uh yes okay and are there any consonants <laughs> there are there, there are no consonants but there are consonants oh that's the one and are there any numbers or runes no no <laughs> Uh, but you do it. find that they are in, in different languages. Oh, even more interesting. Mm -hmm. If I were to combine the uh, letters from the specific languages and put them together in their little groups, would I see any linkage between them? Do they Probably make a word? An investigation check, please. Investigation. Right. 18... 18 is, is pretty darn good yes um you you can see uh, a few different words that are um traversing the the length of this corridor um but there's none of them that particularly stand out to you immediately um there's no like repeats like there's one word in every language and then there's a jumble mm. of letters um i think what's your what's your passive investigation uh passive in 20 yes okay uh you'll see across the uh on the wall just a little bit further away it's quite dark uh mm. even with the 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 church sconces um and uh, so you didn't maybe necessarily see it straight away but as soon as you start trying to take in things and start to look about as you're thinking you spot actually engraved in the wall there is a, a sketched out clue uh, that says what am I seeking from across the multiverse so Liz has no idea that's but fine. would hopefully yeah, 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 yeah. that's fine that's fine um, I think as you're looking at that stampy will also come and, and look at the letters in front of you and bounce on a letter K. Oh. Right. And uh, and that that one seems to be safe. Actually, no, can Stampy interact with objects? Um, no, but Stampy can cast spells on objects. So, like, could cast uh, a Shocking Grasp, so could interact with mm -hmm. uh, an object that way. Would, would Huxley... Um, just take Stampy's cue and like step on the one that that Stampy has suggested, or would you let uh, Stampy shocking grasp? Well, we've got quite a trusting bond, so I think if Stampy believes that's a safe course of action, Huxley will. Mm. 
good. So you step on the Trust. letter. You yes. step on the letter K, and uh, it sort of sinks down with a little, um, but nothing happens. So it feels like ah, this is correct. This is safe. And as it's sunk down slightly, you can see that um, the the letters either side look like that they would um, they have little like gas pipes. So maybe if you stepped on the wrong one, uh, we then, wouldn't want uh, to do that step. Yeah, it'd be a terrible time. <laughs> Lovely. Um, and with it beginning with the letter K, <laughs> you start to think, oh, it's, what am I seeking from across the multiverse? Well, this is the illusionist's temple. So what is she seeking from across the multiverse? What was it that she kidnapped me for in the first place? Knowledge. As you look around ahead of you, there is an N. Can I phone a friend? <laughs> Who would you phone? Um, Vajra Safar of the Black Staff Academy. Now, we've never actually talked face to face, but I think <laughs> I think now might be the time because I don't think I'll get a chance to ask her again. <laughs> How are you? Are you just casting sending? I'm casting sending, yes. What are you saying to, to Vajra? <laughs> Hello, Vajra. It's me, Huxley. Now, I'm in a room with Stampy. <laughs> and uh, there are letters on Wait, the floor. Uh, there are letters. How many have we got left? <laughs> I, I think that's 17. <laughs> okay. On the floor. Uh-huh, 20. I need your help. Thank you. Is that one word? Or two. That's two words. So we get thank. <laughs> She's never met Huxley before. He just works in the building. Uh, you'll, have a, you'll have a moment. Wait, didn't didn't Huxley do a sending to Vajra in uh, Reaping of Golden? It didn't go down very well. But, yeah. She was like, "Hello." Yeah. <laughs> get back. <laughs> Who is this? Is this you again? <laughs> I don't know what you expect me to do from here. Sorry, you're in trouble. I'm busy. Maybe next time, Stampy. I'm going to press on the N. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. We'll get a dialogue with her one day. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm fairly confident that it's knowledge if I can. Yes, spell there, it there is an O and a W and yeah, yeah. and so on. You're able to make your way to the very end, and uh, as you hit the the door at the end, you reach towards it. Uh, perhaps uh, would would Huxley is Huxley getting into the swing of things now and excited, or is this like a oh what's next? No, we're going to uh, go straight through those doors, I think. Fabulous. Um, as you reach for the door, it uh, the, the handle sort of disappears and it starts swirling and turns into a large silvery pinky portal in front of you. And the illusionist appears behind you. Hello. Hello. How's that experience for you? I had a jolly good time. How is it for you? He did a lot of eating. Yes. Hmm. Would you like a cinnamon bun? 
No, I'm good, thank you. I've I've tried them before. Things get sticky, and then I have to send the kobolds to clean things up, and they're not very good with sticky. Oh, you just have to be very precise with the questions that you ask them. Uh, hmm. They kind of lose track halfway through a question or a request, and then they only do half the job that's asked of them. Ah. If you are asking a kobold to clean up, say, a banquet with a, a petrified Medusa, hmm. and you wanted them to do a good job, what would yes. you say? I would say, hello, my name's Huxley Bricklesnout. Uh, there's a banquet uh, in which there is a stone Medusa, and we need you, please, if it's all right with you, to clean it up for us. Thank you very much. No, see, that still sounds too vague, I think, because where would they take Medusa? And would the, how would they consider cleaning? Would they just polish her or oh, would I they see. take her away? Would they eat the food or would they put it where it should be, in the fridge, in properly organised Tupperware? I don't know what a fridge is, but, um, mortals. Never mind. Well, maybe I'll add that to my list of questions. What's a fridge? Were? No, no, how to communicate with kobolds. Oh, I see, yes. At the moment, I've been going with, Oi, do the work I ask you. And mm. it seems to work some of the time. Try and be polite, dear. I find it works wonders. Hmm. Yes, I have tried that, and then people get cross at me. And I don't like it when people feel that they are allowed to get cross at me. Why do people get cross at you? You know what? Huxley. What? Yes. This is supposed to be about you, not no. about me. No. I'm merely your host, and I think, lovely and delightful as your visit has been, your Thank time you. is now up. So, I'm about to push you through this little portal. Uh, where where exactly was it that you came from? Uh, well, you might know of someone called the Prattler, and he has a... a a rather large library hmm. uh, in which he's uh, trapped us all but if you could get us all out of there uh, that would also work as well I mean I could but I'm not going to I do know the Prattler and uh, he, you know I have respect for someone with a large library the problem is all of the knowledge that he's collected is his own and doesn't really go beyond his own experience so doesn't really interest me anyway I'll uh, bear with I've just got to speak to our wonderful audience members for just a second so right. sit tight uh, thank you everyone for joining us for talking as a free action I hoped you enjoyed the adventures of one Huxley Bricklesnout Bricklesnout Hello. did I say that right uh, more or less yes uh, you didn't write it down so I, I don't know uh, no I do know I am a question master I know everything and if I said it wrong I didn't. Anyway, you'll find us here Friday, 6 till 7 p.m. BST. And on Mondays and Tuesdays, 6 to 9 p.m., we stream our D&D games, documentaries, where you can follow the adventures of people just like Huxley. Hello. So you would have seen Huxley's Book Club, episode two, just this Monday going. And then next one should be Fracture, which is our ongoing series. And then on Tuesdays, we're currently streaming reruns of Sea of Swords Forsaken. So you can enjoy all of those Mondays and Tuesdays, Fridays, join us for talking as a free action or talk together. And then you can watch all of this on demand, either on Twitch straight away after it's streamed, 
or on YouTube later. And also as a podcast, don't forget, hello podcast listeners. Thank you once again to all of our wonderful sponsors and supporters and our D20 club. You know, Huxley, they're marvellous. They do things for us, like they run a Discord and they've got a wiki as well. And they're just lovely people. And uh, everyone else should be just as lovely as they are. So you should go and look at Patreon and become as lovely as they are. I think that's everything I have to say. Um, Huxley, dare I ask? Yes. Dare I allow you a final statement before you enter back to the portal? Well, my statement will be very long and very long-winded. Okay, Huxley, the- have a wonderful time and uh, enjoy the rest of your adventures. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>